0: Hello, everybody! Oh, you're gonna say, oh, okay. I'm glad we discussed this beforehand.
1: Whatever. You? you know what? Mm-mm.
0: Haha. Goldberry on my mouth.
1: <laughs>
0: Not a plug for Body
1: Armor. But hey, if they want to sponsor us. <laughs> it's a good beverage, honestly. I it's really yummy. Like it's quite tasty.
0: Yeah. And I need it considering I was very busy today.
1: Yeah, yeah. Clean stuff out and all of that stuff.
0: Yeah. It, it needs must and, you know. Spring cleaning, as it were. Mm-hmm. But we digress. We're not here to talk about that. Nope. We're here to talk about a dog. Once again, yes. This, this is Michael.
1: This is Ashley.
0: And how you been? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Allergies are a bitch. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's my actual nose. I yeah, congested mm-hmm.
0: to, to hell. So do not be surprised to hear me snort and sniffle just a little bit. And
1: unfortunately, Ashley was put out of commission until like. 20 20 minutes ago? Yeah. 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 Because Virginia can't make up its mind as to what season it wants to be in.
0: Oh, Virginia weather is like bipolar or something. Oh! Yes, 11. You tell him. You tell him. Oh. Oh, poor baby. Yeah, there's a boogie in her nose.
1: One of our cats has allergies, too. She has seasonal allergies.
0: She is our allergy spirit animal. Yes, she is. Which is, of course, she's a black cat, so yeah.
1: And when we adopted her... She had a snotty nose. She's had a snotty nose on and off throughout her entire life. But
0: I would like it noted that technically Ashley went to uh, pick up an animal, but it was our late dog Alice who was like, no, I choose this one. Yeah. And she's been with us ever since. Yep.
1: Um, but yeah, Virginia can't pick a season.
0: It's, I, I don't know, bipolar is one way to put it, possibly schizophrenic. I don't really know.
1: Oh. All I know is that I'm tired of. It's like
0: a kid just graduated from high school. I don't know what I want to do now. Maybe i to try this? Maybe I try that? I don't yeah. know.
1: And, and I just want to keep Ooh. the air conditioning on instead of cut the heat on because it messes up my allergies.
0: Well, last night we had uh, the heat on. on. Yeah. And then, I mean, in the morning I have to wear a hoodie.
1: Mm-hmm. Because,
0: I know. Uh, it's, it's just cold and I just don't want to deal with that kind of cold weather. That and um, I kind of have to layer up considering your chicken Olaf wants to attack me. Sorry. (laughs) It's my own fault. I mean, I was kicking stuff away from the entrance recently and he thought by me taking the heel of my foot and dragging it back, he was like, oh, you want to go, bitch. (laughs) Oh, okay, (laughs) I'll go. <laughs> and I was like, "Why the fuck you hit?" Okay, that's you scratched on me.
1: off like a dum dum. Well, no, we discussed this yesterday. I, I know, and it was, was a
0: funny th- enough story to share, honestly. Like, and you didn't have to really rake me over the coals like that. You could just laugh like you did yesterday,
1: but so yeah. to those that are unfamiliar with our situation, we have ten that's chickens, ten chickens, one rooster, nine hens. We have eggs coming out of our ears. Well, a we wonderful did. We, we give, did.
0: We we did give uh, one array of eggs to friend of the podcast uh, Haley. Haley.
1: Um, and then I tried to make angel food cake and had a. We have yet to actually have any of that. We had. A, we
0: had a slice the moment. We had a slice the morning after. It was kind of funny. It was like I. You just like slammed your fist on the ground. I, that's it. I have to try it now, and we did. It was really sweet. It was good, and we haven't touched it since. I think age is not helping your cake.
1: I know and. It's all because the first batch of egg whites had some yolk in it, and it never formed peaks. So at 10 o'clock at night, I was screaming, going, "Why isn't it forming peaks?"
0: Yeah, I just have to go for the bad pun, low hanging fruit here, guys. Um, she had she had a problem with the first batch, and that's no yolk.
1: I couldn't get stiff. So oh, <laughs> I've never
0: had that problem with you. <laughs> Never, not once, have I ever had a difficult problem such as that. But We're not, not here to talk about that.
1: About a dog yes. pod after dark. <laughs> <laughs> just just go off the cuff.
0: Now, here's what gets me erect. No,
1: no. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, thanks.
0: Not what our listeners want to hear. I mean, considering they reach out more to you than to me, yeah, they don't want to hear anything about that. <laughs>
1: Um, so I think that's kind of our little ramblings, ramble stuff.
0: Any any emails to that effect, actually will promptly delete. <laughs> You'll probably not tell me about it. No, I probably will him.
1: and rub it in his face and just be like
0: Wait, wait, wait. You want to rub in my face the fact that people want to hear about my penis being erect? You want to rub my penis erection in my face? <laughs> is what you want to do.
1: Can we move off from this place?
0: <laughs> it's like the fan fiction writes itself. It's weird. <laughs> uh.
1: Oh my God!
0: You've been doing a lot of research last night while you were allowing me to basically uh, play video games and eat Oreos old school style. Yeah. Um. So.
1: While you cussed out Mario. I did not. Not once did I cuss. You fussed. Fussed? Yeah. (laughs) Oh,
0: absolutely! I will absolutely. Alright. One of the things that I enjoy, aside from the challenge of this particular game, is it likes to basically mock you, and I'll tell you what I mean. They give you an item, if you die too many times, that makes you basically invincible. The level is yours to lose at that point. They're like, you need help. You're special here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That would piss me off. Well, it does for a little bit, but
0: at the same time, I'm like... Kind of want to be invincible anyway. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't help against lava falling off the end of the world. That shit. I mean, that's on you at that point. They can't fix that. Mm. It's not like Lego Harry Potter or any of the Lego games where you, you have, have fall, fall assist. <laughs> yeah, fall rescue. And oh, I fall to the end of it. No, you don't. Um, tell me what what. What, what, what is the first thing that you have researched recently? What are we learning today?
1: We are going to talk about the Le Chin. I said it that way because I speak German. Okay. The Americanized way of saying that is the low chin. And
0: I've seen a couple of those at shows.
1: Yes. And so when I say Le Chin, it means that there's an umlaut over the O.
0: Well, the way you're saying it makes it sound like it's... Uh, because I've seen you type it out. It's like low... As in low level and then Chen as in like Julie Chen's last name. Yes. But the way you're saying it it's spelled L E R C H E N. That's what I'm hearing. Yes, that's how Lerchen. it's pronounced.
1: That's how it's pronounced in German.
0: Okay.
1: So in German it's the O Umlaut is the equivalent of O E. Okay. So you have to add we'll have so a language lesson now, yeah. So if you want to pronounce the breed correctly, it's not a low chin. It is a lurchin. chin So it's L-O-E-W-C-H-E-N if you want to truly Americanize it. So it's it's going to drive me up the wall when I have to post this on iTunes, and they won't allow umlauts.
0: Mm.
1: So. Let what, me know
0: mom was a criminal after lunch. Shut
1: up. <laughs> I'm learning Swedish on Duolingo. I'm... <laughs> I'm doing good things with my quarantine. <laughs> Damn it!
0: Seriously, she had that game, and I hear the woman say something, and you know, I just immediately hear it, and I process it as like, "Mom is a criminal." After lunch, Elsa likes to do this, and then Ashley's like, "You think you're funny? You're actually pissing me." Off.
1: Yeah. That's uh, the point where you have to
0: stop. So okay, back on task. Tell me about uh, this particular low chin. Give me the low down on oh, the God. mirror
1: chin. So, all the credit goes to the Luchin Club of America's website. It's really good.
0: We're doing the bi- bibliography first. I'm sorry, I didn't get the
1: memo. Well, I just wanted to give credit at, credit one. at the top. Get it out of the way. Um, as I speak German, you will hear some weird pronunciations for certain things. And that's why I'm pronouncing them as German. Now, Lechin in German means little lion. L Le in German is lion. Mm. When you add CHEN to many, 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 many nouns in German,
0: yeah.
1: it immediately turns it into little. Yeah. So in German, the word for girl is Mädchen. So M, A, umlaut, D, C, H, E, N. Mm. It's literal mm. translation is little maid.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm confused. Little lion, little maid.
1: I'm just using that as the the, oh. Hien, the chen, the c h e n.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Indicates that it means little. So okay. that's that's what the breed mean. That's what the name means in German. what yeah,
0: so the translation of the name is.
1: Yeah. Now, some people want to say that it means little lion dog. For that to be accurate, then you would actually have to add the word Hund Hund. on it, and German, if not anything, is a very precise and exacting language, and they will try and turn a basically certain words into extraordinarily long words, like certain words in English into extraordinarily long words in German, like speed, hippopotamus. Uh, <laughs> speed limit, <laughs> <laughs> that's speed limit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or like we saw on TikTok, as I mentioned, the hippopotamus, mm-hmm. that, that was, that was yeah. funny. Was there another one that was contraceptive, I think? Yeah. Female contraceptive symbol, yeah.
1: yeah. Anti baby pill. Well, I still, I still think
0: uh, we watched. I think that one particular German movie with Bruno Guns, and uh-huh. downfall. Um, what downfall? No, no, no Nine? not downfall. No, uh, it was a Liam Neeson movie. Oh, okay. Um, anywho, yeah, you erased that from your movie for a particular reason. Sorry. It, 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 Every it,
1: time you say Bruno Guns, I'm like, oh, der Untergang.
0: He played a private investigator, so he was he was very good in his role. Long story short, you saw an ambulance and lost your shit because the literal translation in German for ambulance is... Sick wagon. Thank you very much, but let's not have another diversion. Yep. So
1: this breed has been around for hundreds of years. And there's a bit of a mystery around it. And the most that we can tell in terms of the history is based on works of art. Hmm. And generally, the theory is that any time that a little lion was depicted in artwork, it was yeah. actually depicting a Le Chin,
0: hmm.
1: which um, basically um, Q Hannah Gadsby I on that I was going to say, tiny baby lion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And um, that could have been, that work of art is The Lactation of St. Bernard. Right, yeah. Um, by Master um E-A-M Fanzola. There you go. Here's the German. Um, and it shows a tiny lion. And it looks lion-esque, but it also looks canine-esque. Right. And it could definitely be a mm. Um, But if you want a good laugh, just go watch Hannah Gatsby's Douglas. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. Um, but if you want context, you'll have to watch none at first. Have tissues handy.
1: Yes. Now, the history of this breed, though, there are multiple theories and as and basically whoever is claiming the breed tends to write the history and right now germany's claiming the breed ah
0: uh, history written by the winners
1: so the what they're saying is that the breed originated in northern central europe
0: mm-hmm.
1: which would be the equivalent of modern day germany mm-hmm. but it could also include belgium and the netherlands uh-huh. so just that particular area of Europe, and it could have helped bring the toy poodle into existence, or right. it could have developed right alongside. Either. We're just not sure.
0: Yeah,
1: and other case like other scenarios of the development of this breed, say that it could have developed down in the Mediterranean area, mm-hmm. around the same area that the Bichon Frise was developed, <laughs> or that. Some aspects of the breed came over from the spice trade routes from Tibet. Mm. We just don't know. However, what we do know is that the purpose of the breed hasn't changed since it was developed for hundreds of years. It has remained unchanged, which is amazing. And the purpose of this breed... Has been to be a little companion dog and a watchdog from the start. That's it.
0: So the equivalent of, um, oh crap, Dottie on, uh, Miss Fisher's Mysteries.
1: Yes, pretty much. And they might have been ratters for a time, Mm -hmm. just, just as an aside, but their primary function has been a companion. And a watchdog. And they have been unbelievably loyal from the time that they've been developed. And upper class women of the day would actually use them as hot water bottles.
0: Well, that makes sense. I can relate to that.
1: So when when we say companion breeds, there are a lot of breeds, especially toy dogs and and some of the non-sporting dogs, where... If their role and job is a companion breed, mm-hmm. that also means something else, too. It means that they are used as a bug and pest attractant, meaning mm-hmm. they attract the fleas and bugs and keep right. them away from the upper class ladies. Right, yeah. So the dog sleeps in the bed, provides as a hot water bottle for the shaved areas of the dog, are mm-hmm. where... You know, they would be under the sheets, but the head would come out from the bed, mm. and that the fleas and mites and parasites and whatever would be attracted to the dog, instead of the upper class woman.
0: But it wouldn't stop them since they're they're lying with dogs. They're going to end up with the same. They yes,
1: but again, this this is from hundreds of years ago, pre. That's fair. pre-germ theory and this was just something that... They
0: bathed with like rose petals and shit
1: like yeah. that. Um, but I just find it remarkable that almost every single country in Europe has a breed that has a very similar purpose. Mm. So with Germany, it's the Chin, With uh, England, it's the Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. Mm-hmm. With Italy, it's the Bolognese. It's Yes, I know. It sounds I'm like... sorry, what? Yeah, it sounds like pasta.
0: They, they have a dog named after pasta sauce.
1: Yeah, it's spelled the same way, too.
0: I hope you researched that one. <laughs> so many jokes would come from that. Here are uh, my Bolognese dogs. Pesto <laughs> and Rotini.
1: <laughs> uh, Bichon frises as well. <laughs> I know, I know.
0: do not like that dog. I'm sorry. You can, you can act me all you want, people, but I used to live with one. I'm not fond of Bichon frises.
1: So, this is what this dog has done for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. Mm.
0: A lot of the dog breeds that we've discussed in research have been affected by uh, global events like wars and things like that. Is that the case for this breed? No. We, we've come across the one that has not been affected, but like all season one was like, war has <laughs> affected this breed.
1: Oh, it'll come back in a couple of episodes. Don't oh, worry. Oh, all right, all right. All right. It, it, We're it's diverting a- from
0: the path. I get it.
1: Based on the information that I found, the populations and all of that seem to be relatively unaffected, um, primarily because this breed was already starting to be moved around and imported during those war periods. That's what saved a lot of these breeds. Okay,
0: sorry if I got you off track.
1: It kind of did. But the, one of the most popular and adorable stories about this breed is of a nobleman in Germany... He owned, in the 1800s, and he owned a chin named Bijou. I know. French name, German dog, German nobleman, whatever. The nobleman went out on a hunt, and Bijou was so upset that he didn't get to come along with the hunter that he jumped out of a 60-foot castle window just to be with his person. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: That's separation anxiety.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't know the true fate of Bijou. Ah. I prefer to go with the version where the dog survived and he got to ride on his master's saddle during the hunt.
0: That's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll run with that. We'll say that instead of... The very grim, somewhat realistic that we know of. Yeah. That can happen.
1: Now, when it comes to... A lot of people that tend to be really hard and harsh for purebred dogs say that Um, breeds change and humans destroy them over years and generations and all that stuff. Not this breed. It stayed pretty much the same in look and appearance and function for hundreds of years. But that comes with a downside though, because now they're, they are a relatively rare breed around the world globally, but they are a fully AKC recognized breed.
0: So So you're not. Clearly, they have the numbers.
1: Yeah, they have the numbers in the US, but you're not going to see one out and about very often. No. So in the US, they would be classified as kind of uncommon to rare ish. Okay. And a lot of people think that they are not a good dog to own or what have you because of the haircut. Okay. Because that that hair is shaped to look like a little lion.
0: Yeah, the lion's mane must be maintained. Yeah, so I didn't it's need a rhyme there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that
0: happened? Wow. That was very fluid.
1: And a lot of people just think, Oh my god, it's just too much work. Too much work. Too much work to maintain all of that.
0: Sounds familiar. Sounds like something I would say. Bless you.
1: But I know, poor baby. Yeah. But in actuality the toughest part of the groom is actually setting the lines of the the main the four um the four feet have yeah. little puffs on them mm-hmm. and then a plume on the tail. Yeah. Everything else you just once you get that done you shave it down mm-hmm. and then you maintain what you've created. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say the first most critical piece is setting the trim yeah then maintaining it as the dog grows and but that's only if you have a show dog
0: routine maintenance is not uncommon for show dogs i mean especially i mean grooming is very important mm-hmm. when the judge is going over the dog so that makes sense yeah and i
1: mean especially with a breed like this that has a long coat and all of that it has to be cleaned well maintained it has to look the part
0: yeah so look um, like a little lion, basically. Yeah, because it's what they're looking for. They're looking for something that meets breed standard.
1: Exactly, and so they want to see that puffy little thing. Yeah, that's what they want to see. And some people like it. I adore it. I think they're, I think they are an adorable breed. Other people's get other people <laughs> get um, kind of daunted by the grooming and the look, and they think it's just a foo foo dog. No, mm. this is a hearty and sturdy little dog. They are not they they are they are in the non-sporting group for a reason. Right. Meaning they are not as fragile as other toy breeds that have a similar job like a companion dog. Right. They're a bit taller and they're way more sturdy. Mm-hmm. So they're the type that I could definitely see running an agility course. Yeah. Or doing other performance and rally and obedience yeah, and maybe. yeah, I can see that happening because they are just so sturdy as opposed yeah. to like a breed that you would think would be sturdy, like an Italian Greyhound. They're kind of not. They're kind of yeah. fragile. They just they're not as sturdy as a low chin. But if you have a pet, here's the fun part about the breed okay. when it comes to the grooming. Yeah. If you have a pet, or if you have a retired show dog. Get wild, go crazy, have fun with the Meaning
0: what? Just customize it however you see fit?
1: Yes, and the club loves, the club absolutely loves it. Oh. Huh. And, like, you can shave them down completely. You can do a modified show trim where you just keep things maintenance trimmed. You could do, um, you could even create, like, dye jobs on them and put dog safe dye and create these really cool things I
0: remember seeing this on television somewhat where they would groom the dogs to make it look like different things. I think one dog was made to look like a giraffe. Another was made Mm -hmm. to look like a tiger.
1: Mm -hmm. And this breed would be ideal for creative grooming for certain things. Um, And they're a little bit different as opposed to using poodles and stuff like that. This is a little bit catchier and a little bit more rare and a little bit more fun, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Thankfully, though, if you want to groom your low chin to the breed standard, the Low Chin Club of America has an amazing grooming guide on their website. Wow. Like, it goes step by step on how to set everything, how to maintain it, what types of blades do you use, what gr- what brushes do you use, all of it. They lay it out step by step, and it's perfect. It's absolutely amazing. I was looking at it last night. Wait
0: a minute. German breed mm-hmm. has basically... Step-by-step step instructions on what the dog is to look like.
1: Yeah, it is a bit stereotypical, it but it works. It is very stereotypical of the Germans, yeah. It is, but it works.
0: <laughs> we have phases of grooming the dog.
1: Oh my god, Michael. <laughs> <sighs> oh, I Can't go to France. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> So with with this breed though,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you really have to just maintain that coat, be aware of the coat. You're gonna need to go see a groomer, you're gonna need to find a groomer that you trust. Um and Which also can be
0: difficult. It's like finding a doctor you wanna work with. Yeah, or
1: a vet that you yeah. trust. You know, it's it's a process, we get it. Yeah. It happens. It's common. Now, because of the coat, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it for families with children, mm-hmm. because sticky hands get into the coat and. Bleh.
0: Sticky goodness knows where those hands it's have been, and possibly up noses and things.
1: Yeah, I mean, like kids, like once they're like seven or eight, yeah, perfect, fine, whatever, because yeah. they have the the mental awareness to say, you know, hey, my hands he are like sticky.
0: Grabs a tuft of hair and just goes, "Ah!"
1: Yeah, or or a toddler can just be like, "Oh, I just licked my hand and I had peanut butter somewhere and then all of a sudden Bleh, in the dog, you. yeah, in the dog's hair." And the problem with that is the breed standard specifically states the if you're going to show the dog, all you can do for the hairier parts like the mane and the feet and the plume, yeah, you cannot trim them. Mm -hmm. It is just brush it out. So any little stain, any little burrs, all of that stuff, any matting, Mm -hmm. cannot be trimmed out if you want to continue to show. It is a disqualifying fault. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So bear that in mind. If you want to show your low chin, you have to be extra careful on how their coat is maintained, because God forbid if your child has a lollipop and decides to just go on the dog's head, yeah, that's just destroyed your dog's show career because the likelihood of that not matting and getting gross and having and requiring trimming for the dog's safety and well-being is very slim.
0: So you definitely would have to maintain the dogs maintenance, as it were, regarding the, you know, upkeep of how it has to look, so you Mm wouldn't be able to, say, arbitrarily throw it in a crate, just leave it there for days on end,
1: basically. God, no. God, no.
0: That would not be a good idea. No, no, and... That's a fast way to make a show dog into a non-show dog.
1: And and it's a fast way to destroy the coat, too, because, you know, this type of coat needs to move, needs to breathe, Mm -hmm. and... when it's not being out there, being worked with, it tends to just look kind of flat and dank looking
0: mm-hmm.
1: and just kind of stringy. Now, this this coat should not cord, so you're not in trouble like a poodle, where if you left a poodle's coat for long enough, oh, yeah. it could cord and turn into Rasta poodle. <laughs> Dreadlocks. <laughs> so this, you, you really don't have to worry about with that, but it doesn't mean that the breed will... Won't mat and have typical grooming issues that need to be taken care of.
0: Maintenance is key.
1: Huge. And you really, and this is another thing that we say all the time please, for the love of God, do your, do homework. your homework. Just you like know,
0: Ashley did before, researching breeds. Do your homework, research. Find reputable breeders, and the best way to do that is to go to a show. Yes, once. Probably, probably not now, considering it's show and go. But yeah, still.
1: yeah. Most Network. shows, most shows right now are operating as Michael said, show and go, and yeah. spectators are not allowed. However, there's a way around that, and the best way that you, the best way that you can do that, is if you know of a breed, that's showing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: arrive at that show area. You're right pretty close to that time, and you are almost certain to find people leaving the site mm-hmm. after they've shown, which is the prime opportunity to talk to them.
0: Or, you know, just look online, check on the club website, see what you can see, that too.
1: And reach out to the club. Maybe the club knows um, certain breeds and breeders that they can work with you and set up right. a meeting outside of the venue
0: right?
1: so that everybody is COVID compliant and that's that's the key with this whole weirdness yeah and especially with a breed like a low chin where they're uncommon you're gonna have to work you're gonna have to network you're not gonna find them roaming on the street um you're not gonna find them in shelters you're you're gonna have to find the right people and find people that you trust
0: are reputable responsible breeders ideally
1: yes and also expect to pay at least $2,500 for a puppy regardless of quality Mm -hmm. Um, if a breeder tries to sell you anything that is less than that immediately start to wave your red flag because to me if you especially for a show dog you want something of quality and of substance and that's what you need to do is you need to actually get that and what you
0: get what you pay for yes
1: and thankfully though This breed tends to be very, very healthy and Mm hardy, because I'm almost certain with this breed being around for hundreds of years, Mm -hmm. it's not like breeds like Golden Retrievers where Golden Retrievers are alive because of one litter Mm -hmm. and their siblings bred to one another. So, yeah. So the genetic diversity on Goldens is inherently relatively low. Mm -hmm. Whereas for this breed where they've been around for hundreds of years we're not really sure about where they came from we don't have the exact information on the
0: genealogy yeah of all of
1: that yeah. so it really means that this breed tends to have more genetic diversity mm-hmm. which is wonderful and keeps them nice and healthy however if you go on to the ofa website which is the orthopedic foundation for animals The um, recommended health tests are listed by breed. Yeah. And for the low chin, it is OFA hips and OFA patellar luxation x-rays. So those x-rays need to be done. And then an eye check every year. So eye check every two years after the dog reaches a year old by a licensed vet, veterinary ophthalmologist. Okay. So So it's two years. Yeah. So, but... It can't be done until they're a year old.
0: Okay.
1: So if you've got a breeder saying, oh, I checked their eyes as puppies and they went to an ophthalmologist. No, 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 mm-hmm. no, 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 no. After a year old. Mm. Um. But you can definitely expect this breed regardless if you want a show dog, if you just want a family pet. They can do pretty much anything that you ask of them because of that loyalty. Mm. And... I could definitely, easily see a low chin earning a rally title, obedience title, trick dog title, CGC, um, agility titles, and probably other performance sports if they have an interest in it. So, like, I probably wouldn't anticipate to see a lot of low chins on the dock diving circuit.
0: Probably not.
1: It would be fun.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, any dog on the dock is good. But basically, the point is, this is a very versatile breed. Yeah,
1: and basically just find what they want to do Mm. and just have fun with it because that's what they want to do. Hi Rosie. That's what they want to do is they want to have fun with you and their people and make sure that they are happy and active and healthy. Um,
0: Rosie's telling us what she wants to do. Yeah. She
1: wants to go outside and play.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But another thing with this breed is because it's such a small breed in the U.S. and relatively uncommon, when you have one, you are a constant representation of that breed and that breed club. Yeah. So bear that in mind. And this is something I like to say to Hamilton people, too. Mm. When you own a Hamilton in the U.S. because there's so few of them, not only are you representing the, this particular dog, you're representing the breed as a whole. And whether you like it or not, just by owning a rare breed, you are suddenly becoming a breed ambassador. So if you have a dog, especially like a low chin, that is under-socialized, um, not groomed very well, or all of these various different things... Then that's going to reflect poorly on you, on the dog, on the breeder, on the breed, and on the club, all in one fail swoop.
0: Fun fact: This is actually something Ashley told me before we went to our first show. Mm-hmm. Anything that I were to do would reflect poorly on the Hamilton Show of Our Club of America. So naturally, I had to be on my best behavior, which is why most of the time I, I stay in the car.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. safer. So, and that also means the owner's behavior, too. Granted, yeah. Yeah. So the owner's behavior can also reflect poorly on the breed and can also discourage people from actually obtaining one of these dogs.
0: Yeah, negative <laughs> feedback on the breed.
1: Which is a shame for this amazing little dog. Mm. Now, would you own one?
0: <sighs> you go first this time. Would you own one?
1: Me personally?
0: Yeah.
1: I wouldn't, however. Yeah. I will put in a caveat mm-hmm. that I have considered this breed for my mother.
0: Oh, I remember this.
1: When she retires, my mom is very active.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she lives alone.
0: I mean, you have to get her to stop doing yard work.
1: Exactly. So, she needs a dog that she lives alone, so yeah. I want something there to keep her company and to keep an ear out on certain things. Mm-hmm. So I want a little dog. She loves the little fluffy faces. Um, but I want a dog, one that is hearty and sturdy and healthy, and that can withstand pretty much anything that's thrown at it and ready to go for anything either as, as well. Mm. Um, but I also want a dog that if my mom wants to show it, mm. then... I can take it into the ring, or if my mom is going out of town... We can take care of it. We can take care of it, and it'll get along well with our guys. Right.
0: Would you get her a little lion and name it Kobu?
1: Oh my god, that would be amazing. It would be fucking adorable.
0: (laughs) I had to think of the name. It would be so cute.
1: Um, But... I... I probably wouldn't own a Lo Chin at the moment. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe later on in life, like as a retiree, I think it's a Maybe. great retiree dog. Yeah, um, and I could definitely, if if certain family members of mine had consulted with me, Uh-oh. I probably oh, would have recommended this breed for their nice little RVing lifestyle. <laughs> you but
0: throwing shade there, dear?
1: Damn straight. They went and got a multi poo instead, little fuckers. <laughs> it's okay. They don't know about podcasts, so we're Set good. A record.
0: My Goldberry almost spit all over Ash's work laptop. That would have been bad. (laughs) Well, if we're throwing shade. Um, If I were given the opportunity for the low Chen, I would basically do so, but only to be a petty motherfucker. Oh. And I think you know why. Mm -hmm. I don't need to go into detail.
1: No, but But in all seriousness... It
0: would definitely up the competitive factor and show... What you have is not of superior stock. Here's what it's supposed to look like. But if we're not being petty, like what I think you were getting ready to ask. Yeah,
1: so realistically.
0: Upkeep alone, I think, could be a bit of a a maintenance issue. Yeah. I
1: mean,
0: I'm not, I'll openly admit. For those of you that don't know, Rosie just said, daddy doesn't groom the dogs, mommy does. And she wants us to stop talking with her rat. So, in any event, ideally, no. As I said, I don't groom the dogs. Mm-hmm. That would be on you. Though I have bathed Rosie a lot. Yes. Like twice at the very least that I can count. Um, mostly because of her ba- bathroom issues. But no. Or her also, going into a mud puddle. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Cute photo. I was so so angry that night oh my good god
1: well rosie sounds pretty pissed right now so um rosie come on now you don't
0: have to emphasize come on now.
1: give us a few more minutes okay we're almost done yeah i said that earlier with deku what happened i know so everybody um Rate, review, subscribe, all follow of that stuff.
0: On, follow us on Twitter at about a dog one Instagram at aboutadogpod, email about a dog pod at gmail.com.
1: Facebook at aboutadogpod. And with that...
0: Go hug your dog.
1: Yes, go hug your dog. They love you. We're going to let our puppy outside now. <laughs> we Bye. Got it. We got it.